Hello, and welcome back to the Mind Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Carmetria Burton. The Paint Your Lips Red movement, affectionately known as PYLR, was my response to the legacy of my grandmother. Um, And also, it was the response to a pivotal point in my life when I really began to use my voice. Unapologetically brave, bold, fierce, and fearless. And so as we began to think about the Me Too movements and women's equality and women really having the right to speak up, PYLR was my response to that. And like many of my friends, I had a very good relationship with my grandmother and she raised me. And as you heard in my first episode, we had a very, very loving relationship and she was a woman that really, really um, impacted my life. Um, She moved to Atlanta the latter part of the years of her life. She was ill, and she was dealing with um, dialysis and congestive heart failure. And so um, my mother pulled the family together and said, I want to move Big Mama, that was her name we called her, to Atlanta. And we want to love on her and, um, you know, heal her and, and help her just create a loving environment the last few years of her life. And, of course... You know, we talked about community. We stepped in and said, sure. And so she came to Atlanta and I was so excited because I, as an adult, I had moved around and and was uh, building my career. And I was excited to have her all with me, all to myself again, like I did when I was a little girl. And so she came to Atlanta and um, me and my mom and dad and husband and brother, we took shifts in taking care of her and Tuesday was my day. So I would get up very early and go to my mom's house and say, hey, Big Mama, it's our day. It's girl's day, it's our time, right? And so she would have several doctor's appointments on any given day and um, and I could tell she really had to muster up the strength on certain days. Um, as you could imagine going to the doctor, getting blood drawn, being poked on, prouded, hooked up to a dialysis machine for three hours is not easy. And so this particular day I I arrived and she would say, hey girl, I love you. She would always greet people with a I love you. And I said, okay, we gotta gotta get started. So she would get up and she would go to the bathroom and do her hygienics and come back and we would pray. And right before taking her medicine, this particular day she said, give me my red lipstick and I said what yeah give me my red lipstick and so I gave it to her and you know it didn't occur to me I just treated it as a typical day she wanted to have her red lipstick on right we're being cute it's girls day out in the midst of having a doctor's appointment but then it dawned on me maybe several days later that that was her cape for the day that was her way of saying I'm being bold, I may be scared, I have a a day ahead of me of a lot of doctor's appointments, I don't know what the outcome will be, I'm tired, but that was her cape for the day, her red lips. And as I thought about it, I said, you know what, red lipstick is no longer a fashion statement, it's a call to action. So PYLR is all about leadership, sisterhood and service it is more than just the red lip 
And so as I really begin to build this brand, you have to build your community and bring other women along with you. And one of the women in my tribes that I went to, that I'm so excited she's with me here today, she is an amazing business owner. She has coached other women to grow their business. She has a platform of her own to help women achieve as entrepreneurs. She has an amazing story. And that's Dr. Felicia Phillips. So ladies, you can't do anything alone. You have to bring your tribe of women along with you. And then another young woman here that I absolutely love here me today, Kiana Cage. I met her. She was my stylist. I told her about PYLR and she was all over it. And not only was she all over it, she has shared some stories with me on how her life and leadership has increased. And then she's brought other women along for the journey. So as we celebrate the 100th year of women being able to vote, which is consistent with women being able to use their voice, PYLR has a place now in this time and this market. So ladies, it is our time to shine. It is our time to use our voice. It is our time to step up and step out. And it is my hope that we say something today that will inspire you. So as I begin to think about the journey, Dr. Felicia Phillips was one of the first women that I went to. She's a master brand builder. And I said, okay, girlfriend, what do you think? What do you think? Tell me what you think about this brand. So I want, I want to begin to have the conversation with her. And so welcome to the studio, Dr. Felicia. How you doing? Hey, hey, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here with you today. Uh, just listening uh, to your initial talk and just listening you, to you go down memory lane with this. I brought back a lot of memories of our initial conversations. And so I'm excited to be here in the studio with you today to just kind of reflect on that. Thank you. You know, it's, can you believe it's been four years? Four Four years. years. And I tell you, on the fourth year, the, the birthday of PYLR, which is July 29th, I called her and I said, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for believing in me. Thank you for supporting the brand. Yeah. But you know what? You made it easy. Um, when I think about those initial conversations, and I think this is something we all have to know. Sometimes when someone has a vision for something and they come to you, uh, it's not easy to trust just anybody mm. with your vision because visions are God-given. And so when you first came to me and you said, I have this movement, let's paint your lips red. I knew just from the passion that you had for it. I didn't have to see it all. I knew your passion would take it where it needed to go. All I had to do was bring your vision to fruition. And so I became more of a vessel, if you will, mm. to help you to fulfill the vision that you had created in your mind. And when you shared the story of your grandmother, and it was so dear to me because we call my grandmother Big Mama too, um, and she wore red lip as well, um, I began to see the vision more clearly. And sometimes, and I think we often forget that it is passion that connects us. Passion is energy, right? Purpose is your reason why, Good. right? Purpose is your reason why. And the purpose was clear. This is an ode to your grandmother, if you will. 
And I had to get on board. I, I had a commitment. A commitment was made in that initial uh, conversation, meeting of the minds, I would say mm-hmm. more so. And we had to, you know, it's still a business, right? It's heartfelt, um, heart-centered, because you saw a challenge amongst the women that you serve. And that challenge was confidence. That challenge was having a community of women who understood the journey that most of them had been on and they felt comfortable. It was a safe place for them to share, Mm -hmm. all bound by the red lip. You talk about vision, you know, a vision being inside of you and you want to birth it and protect the vision. What would you tell somebody that has a vision, but they're just afraid to let the vision bloom and to go into fruition and just to Mm -hmm. see the magnitude of it? Mm -hmm. What would you say? Trust God. If God gave you the vision, he'll give you the provision. But if you hold on to the vision, it can never manifest. And God does not operate in fear. Mm -hmm. Uh, Visions are very spiritual, right? That's why you can see them in your mind before they are real. And when something that big is being developed inside of you, you cannot move in fear. You cannot be afraid because, see, you only have the first part of it. And just like you said, nothing, especially anything of this magnitude, and I always say no empire is built alone. That's right. It takes a team. It takes a team. There are a lot of moving parts when you're developing something like Paint Your Lips Red and developing the Paint Your Lips Red Foundation. And so everybody in that initial team played a part in bringing this to fruition. And you talk about, you said one thing that I really liked, although it's a vision, it's a movement, but it's a business. Yes. And you are the master business coach, which I love. (laughs) I mean, um, and we'll share all the resources about her and what she's doing and where you can find her at the end of the podcast. But talk about Dr. Felicia, how important branding is. Yes. And when I came to you, I mean, you literally said, okay, you need to think about this, 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 this. Talk about from how we went from point A to point Z. So one of the most important things when you have a vision, a vision of this magnitude is you've got to have strategy. You know, oftentimes we get so excited. We just want to go to market, right? But there has to be a strategy. One, who are we talking to? What do they like? What do they read? Where are they? How are we going to find them? How will they find us? Uh, I had a million questions going through my head. So we had to go to the board, right? We had to go and write things down. Yeah, we had to strategize. Mm -hmm. Because when we're visionaries, we carry a lot of things in our head. So we're thinking it, but we have to translate that. We've got to get our messaging together because the women who are a part of it now, we didn't know that. We didn't know these women would be a part of it. So we had to craft the message, the branding. What does it look like? What does it feel like? All of that had to come across visually and then conceptually develop the message, a message that would resonate with them and say, that's me. She is talking to me. Mm. She understands me. And a lot of times when people talk about branding, they get into logos and colors. 
But branding is much more than that. It is what people see first. It is what defines you. And when we went to the whiteboard, I needed you to talk. I needed you to be uh, like kid, the kids say, I needed you to keep it real, right? <laughs> right. Because right. when you're developing a move, a, a movement, it's so much bigger. And so we could not take for granted that it was simply about painting your lips red. Right. It was more than that. And I remember when we went to the whiteboard, you, you're right. I was so excited about the red lipstick, the logo. I wanted something cute and mm -hmm. sexy. And you quickly pulled me back and said, let's be strategic about this. Because yeah. strategy sustains any business, any movement, any vision. That's right. And so I really like what you said. Take the vision and move it to a strategic place. And so, Dr. Felicia, you helped me plan one of my first sponsors was NARS. Yeah. We was there for the kickoff. You were there. You helped me plan it. PYLR received a proclamation from the city of Atlanta where July 29th is PYLR Day. Yes. Um, we had women coming out, painting their lips red, finding their favorite shade of red that they were comfortable in. Mm -hmm. And you've seen a lot of movements and, you know, you've created a lot of platforms for other women but tell me from your experience, how is this movement different? Oh, so many ways. So what, let me tell you one of the first things I noticed. Um, women will quickly say, I don't wear red lipstick. Because maybe growing up, there was some, as you said in the beginning, some negative connotation. Right. I can use my own life journey as an example. Red was not happening in our household. Yep. My dad was no red nail polish, no red lipstick, yes. right? And just right. all sorts of ideas. And so in the when we first started with the marketing of the day and getting NARS on and just hearing the conversation and the way people were responding like, Yes, I'm finally embracing a red lip, and I feel good about it. It looks good on me. I feel confident, you know, in the red. And so they're posting these things. But then to culminate at NARS and watching those women walk into the room, the energy was hypnotic. It was contagious. They were happy. They were excited. It was almost like a reunion um, because what everybody felt was that I, it was that I feel good. I feel good. And we're living in a time where we need to feel good about something. And what you did was you allowed them to step outside of what is happening in the world and just say, in this moment, I'm connecting with sisters with women in a community who understand, who look at me and see good. And it wasn't just about a red lip. It was about the fact that you created a community. A sisterhood. A sisterhood. Mm -hmm. You united Tried, them. As I call it. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. united them through the power of a red lip. Thank you for that. So as I stated, you know, it is more than just a red lip and um, as the brand continued to grow and um, I did th the first event through NARS as one of my first sponsors, um, the traction and the momentum began to happen. Um, and then I was fortunate enough to bring another sponsor partner, Michael Kors. And 
um, I remembered, you know, shopping and I met this young lady who was just full of energy, so vibrant, so loving, so customer focused. And I was just so proud to meet her. And it started out as very much a business relationship. She was my stylist. Um, and I very, you know, I love getting to know people more and our relationship bloomed and evolved. And I pulled her in to PYLR and she said, you know, tell me more. And she was a, you know, a young growing leader. She's a wife, she's a mom. And so when I had my first event, I invited her and, and I, and I want her to tell the story of how she never wore red lipstick. She was always in a nude color, always. She was afraid of it right and so kiana cage welcome to the studio girlfriend thank you for being here hello 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 i am so honored to be here today and to to share this story yeah. because it's truly impacted my life mm -hmm. i mean beyond what i could ever imagine yeah i met this wonderful woman at work and i had the pleasure of styling her and i look at her and i'm like wow she just she has it all together you know i'm just thinking she lives this perfect life and when you, when you saw me, you always say, you know, you're always smiling, you're so positive. But what I don't think she knew is that every day I was driving to work crying. Because though I loved what I was doing, the environment was not the right place for me. It was a place that caused me to kind of shut down, not to share my voice. It caused me to not be courageous because I didn't want to stand out for the wrong reasons in the environment. So I was really afraid and I held myself in a box. And so she would continue to come and see me and we would talk and we would talk about other women in her life. And something that stood out to me was the way she spoke about other women. She was so positive and she would always tell me about a new woman by her strengths. She's amazing at this. Oh, I can't wait for you to meet her. And it was always, you have to meet my tribe. You have to meet my tribe. And it, it just felt so special. And it felt organic, it felt real, because I could watch her on her phone calls talking about other people. And that's when you really get down to who someone is. No one was listening. And I could see that this is who this woman, this is her real life, this is who she is, her energy, everything. I just, I felt it and I connected. And then outside of that, she would start to call me and we would talk on the phone and we developed a friendship. And she would constantly call me and she would encourage me to tell her my goals for the month. Now, I'm a wife, I'm a mom. I have not even thought about my goals for the month. <laughs> Let alone for the week, Let alone right? for the week. For the day. But I didn't want to tell her that because <laughs> I admire her so much. I'm like, wait a minute, I have to get on board here. So it caused me to start to look at my life differently. First of all, before I can even attempt to reach a goal, I have to gain clarity on where I am. And I was not happy. And I'm such a strong woman. I'm like, oh, I can't leave work. My husband won't be able to handle things without me. Like I just, you know, I thought I had it all together. He said, I hope you leave this job because you're not yourself. You're not happy. You know, you're just, you're satisfying everyone else but yourself. And that, it bonded us in a way I had never given him the opportunities to support me in that way. And really I had never taken the time to lean on him. So it strengthen my marriage you encourage me to think about my husband you encourage me to take care of myself and I get emotional and I used to apologize oh I'm sorry I won't apologize Please don't. for getting right. emotional Please don't. because 
it's real and it felt so good so when I have the opportunity to share with other women this movement it's a mindset it's an energy oh, that's good. it's a bond it's a sisterhood I heard so many times you have to meet my tribe and I remember when you hosted your event and it was for human trafficking um, and your tribe showed up people came from out of town for this Sunday night event at this beautiful boutique and they showed up so not only did I see it for myself when I could see it in your actions and how you treat people but when people show up like that it's for a real a reason they believed in the cause but not, not only that they felt that magic so tell me um, tell me some of the things how it's changed you because I've seen you grow as a wife a mom and as a leader so tell us I love that Dr. Felicia said she could see that people could feel it. It's something that I could feel now. And first and foremost, when I quit the job, I had no, I did not know what I wanted to do because by this time I had kind of, I needed to redefine myself. And so we called it my disruption. I don't want to say I was stuck or lost because ultimately I always know where I want to go, but I was literally just stuck. Like I need to figure out a way to get there. And so I was having a conversation with my dad, and he's like, who are your friends? And I was like, oh, these are my friends, and I'm naming all these people. He's like, who calls you every day to check on you? And you are one of the first people that came to mind. And he said, that's your friend, the people that call you, not the people that you call. And this relationship for me, it just became so important Because for someone that I looked at, that I valued so much to look at me and to include me in so many special events, to ask me to participate in things that were close to her heart, to participate in her vision and to share that, that made me feel valuable. And when you made me feel valuable, now I had to do more with that. So first, I still didn't know which way I wanted to go. So what I started to do was I looked at the pledge. I started to remember self-care. I had my self-care days, so I started with myself. I don't know what I'm doing this week, but at least I know that I'm going to take care of myself. So I would have, like, my fun little soothing baths, just my me time. So I started to to rebuild myself, so I had a good foundation. And then I remember one of the pledge moments is to serve. There were all of these people that were coming to me. Can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? And I had nothing but time on my hands because the children were in school. And so I jumped into helping all of these young people with their beautiful businesses. Helped a young lady who's in high school starting a lip gloss business. So whatever energy and support I could give to other women, that's what I did. And it made me feel so incredibly grateful. And it just, it lifted my confidence. And the more that people would ask me, it started to show me the value that I had in myself. And I did not realize that I just didn't know what my value was at the time. And so it's a mindset, but every single moment on this pledge, I saw in your behaviors. I felt them in the way that you treated me. And so it's more of an honor to give back and to share this experience with other women because I want them to feel that way too. And I will tell you, Kiana has been such a great supporter and one thing I wanted to say, serving is transformational. I mean, it just transforms you as a person, as a leader, and to me, it takes you to a high level. But you have brought other women along. When I've had events, you would say, hey, I've invited, you know, my neighbor. I've invited my 
former co-worker and that is what it's about we need to collaborate more and open up our resources and experiences to other women because we can light each other's torches we can all shine at the same time and so thank you for that thank you for bringing other women into the fold dr Um, yes i would like to say this to kiana she said um, i was stuck but as i listened you were not stuck you were evolving you are evolving consistently through the process and i think we overlook the process we got to trust the process yeah because sometimes we don't have patience for the process yes we want to go from we want to go from a to z exactly but you got to trust it and respect it because the evolution is what sustains us absolutely right so thank you for that and Mm -hmm. Um, it is just it is just so much more than the red lipstick and Kiana talked about we've raised money for women that unfortunately have been a part of sex trafficking we've done a back to school drive where we were able to donate school supplies for one school in the city of Atlanta and we've done a coat drive for homeless women and children the coat drive I think my goal for that was like 30 I got 80 coats Mm -hmm. yeah so PYLR is not just about the red lipstick it's about sisterhood leadership and service and so ladies I want you to begin to think about being disruptors versus getting disrupted Kiana said that right I want us to think about being leaders in our community and using our torch to light the torch of other women and so as we think about you know the state of women ladies right we are going through so many changes and evolutions and evolving You know, one of the things that I am very, very, very big on is collaborating and not competing. We can all win, right? Yes, we can. But how do we shift the mindset of women, right, to stop the catfighting, right, to drop the egos and to really get sisterhood back? What do you girls think? I I think Kiana said it best, leading by example, Mm -hmm. right? That is the proof that it can happen. And you're doing that every day, every day. I think the call to action is replicating what you do with each one of us throughout the community. I don't think, I think in a, in a time like this, we cannot allow the media to define who we are. We have to teach and show people who we are. And that's what this movement is doing. I totally agree. Uh, It's because of watching you, the way that you support women, the way that you encourage women, the way that you see their value first and you help them rise to that level. That's what made it easy to do to other people because I'd already seen it been done, but I also benefited from the feeling, from that investment of your time, the investment of your interest, the investment of your encouragement and support. So it made it I mean, it's just, it's only natural. It's like, I just want to share this with other people. It was very organic. So it makes it easy to to share that love. Yeah. You know, and as we celebrate Women's Equality Day and I marvel at the women that came before us, right? When I think about my grandmother, my great-grandmother, the things they couldn't do that we're doing now. Yes. You know, we're standing on their shoulders. And I always say, Although we have more than the women that came before us, I am of the opinion we're doing so much less. Yeah. 
you know, when I think yeah. about my great-grandmother, she yeah. raised seven kids. Yeah. Minimal education. Never complained about being tired. My great-grandfather would come home. The house was clean. The food was cooked. And the kids were clean. That is so true. You that know, and so we true. as women, we have so much more resources now. And we're not sharing those resources with each other. We're not supporting each other. Um, and to your point, leading by example and creating platforms like this to give me, give women resources to be able to do that. So PYLR provides resources if you want to start a business, yeah. if you're looking to rebrand yourself, if you're looking to increase your leadership skills, if you're looking to volunteer, that is what this movement is about. And as I think about the shoulders of the women we're standing on, they were not practicing self-care. No, because no, they, no, no. <laughs> they both said no. They probably thought self-care was selfish in Abs that time. They did. Absolutely. Right. They did. Because it was all about family and children. They put everybody before themselves. Right. 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 I want to back up on something Please you, that you said. You talked about, you know, what Kiana first talked about, how you encourage people and how you lift people up and all the great things that you do. That's a mindset. So if if we're going to create change or start this movement we have to address our mindset first right. so if you're listening to this broadcast what I'm going to say to you is you have to examine the woman in the mirror first because you have to deal with her before you can do anything for anybody else You've got to make sure that she is strong, that she is whole, because the woman that you deal with in this community, she's going to look for you to reciprocate the actions that Dr. Carmetria is leading with. And if you struggle with encouraging or lending support or lifting other women up or sharing resources, then that's going to that's gonna be a battle for you. Right. It's self-awareness. It is. It is. And you said it checking the man in the mirror yeah and if you feel like you have challenges in that being self-aware is saying okay this is my challenge i need to get help that's or right seek assistance yes. or resources yes right to move past that yes and i think that's how we as women grow into good leaders is being first self-aware and being vulnerable check yourself that's right right being vulnerable authentic one yes. of the one of the characteristics on the pledge right removing the mask ladies when we leave the house, we don't have it all together every day. Like Kiana says, she was driving to work, not happy in a career that she was in. And I think when you realize that you're, you're authentic and you say, hey, I need help. Yes. I, I need help with that. And sharing that. Sometimes we don't share our struggles mm -hmm. because we are fearful of judgment. Absolutely. We're fearful yes. that they're going to tell our secret. But get a tribe of women you can trust. Right. Women that you can share and be your authentic yeah. self with. True, because I think we carry around so much in fear. Yeah. Of what you just said, that someone is going to use it against us or, or tell someone else. But you're weighing yourself down, not allowing yourself to be free. Uh, and it's, it's just such such a good thing that you have started here and that you're continuing to do with PYLR is that you have created a safe place for women. Well, trust me, I don't take this lightly, um, and it is because of the two of you that I keep this going, and I'm proud to announce that PYLR is reloading. All right. PYLR 2.0. 2.0. Right? 
right. we're coming and <laughs> we're reloading. We have a leadership mentor circle that I am encouraging women to join. Awesome. We're going to get back to training and developing and serving in the community post COVID. Obviously, you know, COVID has really kind of stopped a lot of people to say, okay, what's next? What is my why? And how do I move forward? And I think more than ever, platforms like this are needed. They so are. we're going to reload. We're coming coming back. I love it. With with, with uh, more red lips, right? Their strength in numbers, PYLR 2.0. And we'll give you more information on how to join the movement um, at, at the end of the podcast. But is there anything else, you know, as women, as, you know, as we think about women's equality, as the both of you are wives and mothers and business owners and leaders in your corporation why else would somebody what would you say to women that that are looking to to connect with other women and why PYLR is the place for them I think you said strength in numbers right Um, you don't know what you don't know sometimes and when you get in a community like PYLR what you're going to find is a wealth of knowledge wonderful women who are authentic and passionate about life And sometimes if you want to elevate or move to the next level, sometimes you got to change your circle. That's right. Ooh, that's good. You got to change your circle. That's good. And if you're looking for a new circle, if you're looking for that push that maybe you're not getting, like Kiana said, from friends, they're not calling you, checking on you, seeing how you're doing, then maybe it's time for a change. And PYLR may be that change. I totally agree. If you're stuck, if you are unsure, if you need your confidence reloaded, I mean, all of these beautiful things, if you want a support group, if you want a sisterhood, it's here waiting for you. You know, you just you just have to join. And everyone is so authentic. I've had the same experience. I have so many women that I admire because of joining this this movement. So I would just encourage women, you know, check it out. You have have nothing to lose, but probably tears. Oh, I love that. And sometimes the tears turn into the ugly cry. Yeah, uh, that's okay. Yeah. It's all that. worth it. That's that moment of authenticity that we talked about. Yeah. So, ladies, paint your lips red. Be fierce. Be fearless. Be feminine. PYLR is a sisterhood of uh, leadership, um, sisterhood, and we serve. Part of being good leaders are serving those communities in which we work, serve, and live, and serving other women. Ladies, we hope you enjoyed learning more about the Paint Your Lips Red movement today. And I want to give a special thanks and love and affection to both Dr. Felicia and Kiana for their time and being great guests and women in my tribe. Although the PYLR movement is a movement for women to help inspire them to be more measured, to find their voice, to step up, to speak up, men, we still need you. And I've had several men to support the movement by um, introducing the movement to their wives, to their daughters, to their sisters, to the women in their lives and their families. Because we do know when you change the life of a woman, you change the life of current and future generations. Subscribe to the podcast either on YouTube or your preferred podcasting platform so you don't miss any new episodes And please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify to help the podcast get noticed. I release new episodes once every month. This podcast is sponsored by the VDART Digital Talent Management Product and Solutions Firm 
and wouldn't have been possible without their support. A huge shout out to the Russell Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship here in Atlanta for providing us an amazing location to record this episode. Production of the podcast is done by the Audiographies team. The music is by Keenan Willis and Yolanda Withers. Stay tuned and I'll see you in the next episode. And until then, mind your business.